0: If you've been hurt by a truck, you can call Colombo Law 24-7 and we'll be there to make sure you're taken care of. When someone is hurt by a truck, Colombo Law is the law firm people call to get answers. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law. Welcome, welcome back to c Speak Minnesota, the language of executives, brought to you by PNC Bank and WCCO Radio. I am Jordana Green, once again, joined by Kate Kelly, PNC Regional President. Kate, I'm so excited about this week's guest.
1: I am too, this is gonna be very informative and interesting
0: for our listeners. Absolutely, and we're gonna get into some tough matters. We are speaking, of course, this month with Andrea Walsh. She is the President and CEO Of health partners. And, you know, we are at a critical juncture in Minnesota and in Minneapolis with respect to racial equity and confronting systemic racism. These are tough, tough topics. We really have to look inward. In Minnesota, you know, we consider ourselves a state where we look at each other and take care of our neighbors, we look out for each other. Now, we are in deep pain. And we have seen people coming together, whether to peacefully protest or donate food or basic supplies or help clean up the neighborhoods. We have a strong social fabric here, even if it's weaknesses and inequalities are laid quite bare right now.
1: Jordana, I would add that our biggest opportunity to strengthen it lies with children. As we are all connected across cultures by a shared commitment to raising the next generation and giving them all the brightest future we can. Yet we all know access to experiences and resources varies widely, which is why we all need to care about all children as if they're our own. Joining us today on C-Speak Minnesota is Andrea Walsh, the president and CEO of Health Partners. She runs the largest consumer-governed nonprofit healthcare company in the nation. Andrea, we are thrilled to have you on with us today. Thank you again.
2: Thank you so much, Kate. It's great to be here.
0: Hi Andrea. You've been president and CEO of Health Partners since 2017. Um, how has this last year changed how you lead and changed the direction of the company? It's been a tough year.
2: Boy, that is an understatement. I think this past year has been like unlike any other. Um, and you know at Health Partners it's really required us to think in some new ways. Innovation has been really important. Um, and we're taking innovation and some new mindsets from the pandemic that I think are going to help us long-term make health care and health insurance simpler and more affordable. We've had to respond so quickly this past year to changes and uncertainty. And I think the entire team has proved how quickly we can move when we need to meet an urgent need, how how able we are to make changes, like shifting to video visits for healthcare and new ways to provide health and well-being support um, to patients and members. The other way that things have changed this last year for the better across our community is the pandemic has really underscored the importance of partnership and building trusted relationships. At Health Partners, it's been the heart of who we are and how we go about doing our work. This past year has given us the opportunity to really work on partnerships across the community. The pandemic has required care systems across the entire state to work together in partnership with our nonprofit health plans and private and public sectors. We've all had to come together to meet the needs of community. And I think that's been a really good and positive thing and something to build on for the future.
1: Andrew, this is Kate. Um, you, along with the rest of us, have witnessed the healthcare disparity in our state between white people and people of color. What is Health Partners doing to combat this?
2: That is such a great question, Kate. And I think at Health Partners, we're doing a number of things. First, we're setting explicit goals to advance equity and inclusion, and we're striving to become an anti-racist organization. The second thing we're doing is we're calling on all 26,000 of our colleagues to help us get that work done, to build an organization where every person is welcomed, included, and valued. And as part of that work, the third thing we're doing is working on co-designing the experience of care to better need To better meet the values and preferences of our patients, especially our patients of color. It's a multi-year strategy. We didn't get to where we are today overnight, and it will take us some time to to, um, move ahead. We need to be though impatient with our progress. We have some of the worst healthcare disparities gaps in the country right here in Minnesota. So at Health Partners, we're committed to changing that trajectory. I'm
0: glad to hear your acknowledgement of it, Andrea. I think it's embarrassing as a Minnesotan, you know, to hear it's not just healthcare, it's education as well. But, you know, it's the leadership, it's policy that needs to change. And folks like you are in a position to change it. So I'm grateful to hear your acknowledgement of that disparity. And I'm I'm thrilled to hear that Health Partners is focusing on becoming an anti-racist organization. So thank you uh, for that answer. I, I want to move on uh, to, I, w- I want to move back to the kids. You know, I think of Health Partners as an insurer. It's a, a health provider, it's an insurer, you, you pay the bills, uh, but but Health Partners is specifically uh, addressing early childhood school readiness. Can you tell us
2: a little bit about your efforts with that? Sure. You know, um, as a healthcare organization, our mission is to improve health and well-being. And the number one predictor of a person's health and well being is a high school diploma. So that means, as a healthcare organization, in addition to focusing on healthcare, we need to focus on broader issues uh, to improve health and well being. And educational attainment is really impacted by what happens in the first three years of life. That is the time period when the brain is developing the most. Um, 85% of the brain neural connections are built by the age of three. So at Health Partners, as we've looked in partnership with a number of other organizations at the brain science, it's clear that to to build a healthier community, we have to focus on those first thousand days or the first three years of life. So we're looking at those early experiences and how do you develop the brain of a child? Well, it's about adequate health and nutrition for sure. It's about exposure to language and it's about bonding with a caring adult. Um, And that requires mitigating stress and environmental safety. And think how important that is right now at this point in time. At, At Health Partners, we've had a children's health initiative underway over the course of the last couple of years, but I have to say this past year, the energy and enthusiasm, the, the importance of that work has become more clear um, than ever. We know that we need to help equip all kids in our community to have better early experiences, to be able to be lifelong learners. And so we're, we're looking at what role can we play? And there are three things we're, we're really looking at as, as part of the role that we can play in the community. Um, The first is um, conversations like this. How do we build awareness and how do we build a social movement? We're calling it Little Moments Count Um, and it's really a cross-sector collaborative um, across the community focused on raising awareness of the importance of reading, talking, playing, singing um, with infants because as we talk about what is one of the most important things that happens in the first three years of life, it's whether or not your brain gets stimulated and it gets stimulated by all those little moments.
1: That's terrific. And now this program, is it's been in place for six years. Is that right, Andrea?
2: Yeah, we got our start about six years ago. Um, and since then, we've been building and expanding the number of partnerships across the community. There are nine health systems across the state of Minnesota, as an example, that have made a commitment to implement the Reach Out and Read program. And what the Reach Out and Read program is, is it's introducing into pediatric and well child visits, an opportunity to talk with parents and caregivers about the importance of interacting with kids, of reading, talking, singing, playing. And so it's a great opportunity for us as as a care team to interact with our patients in a new way. At Health Partners, we give away nearly 100,000 books every year Um, to our our families and and use it as the opportunity for a conversation starter about the importance of those first three years of life.
1: Oh, that's terrific. Do you know how well it's working or what results are you seeing so far?
2: That is a great question. And I think this is one of those areas where we have to think long term. Um, Where it will likely show up first is in the three-year screening at, at age three, kids are screened across the state for school readiness. Um, And I think we're too early on yet to to predict its success, but I will tell you, Reach Out and Read is a national program. Um, The science behind Reach Out and Read and the impact it has on families is something that makes it a wise investment for us here in the state of Minnesota.
0: Kate, don't you have a similar program at PNC? Don't you guys have an early childhood program at PNC Bank?
1: Thanks, Jordana. I think I I tell people in the community, I talk more about this than I do about banking, and it's a (laughs) good reason for it. Um, At PNC, we totally agree with Andrea and all the efforts that she's describing. Our uh, signature philanthropic program is called Grow Up Great. It's Mm -hmm. a 500 million multi-year bilingual initiative that began in 2004, and it helps prepare children also in that same age category from birth to age five for success in school and life. And to date, the program has supported more than seven million children and PNC employees have volunteered one million hours for growth Great. And right here in Minnesota, we're really proud that we've invested over $1 million in helping preschool children develop skills and confidence specifically in math. And hopefully that puts them on a trajectory for STEM careers. Um, but we'd also like to see Minnesota companies supporting children of all ages along their academic journey and to have success in school, life, and work so, in workforce. So we're um, of like spirit here, Andrea. And um, I'm wondering, Andrea, if you could expand on why employers need to get involved, just as we're describing.
2: Sure. And actually, I, I really love the program you just described. What a great way to reach, reach into community and across community and, and build, build health um, and, and build brains. So, know, so that's yeah. just great. And I, I think it's a great example of the role that all of us can play as employers um, in the community. In fact, um, one of the things I'm, I'm excited about that's happened over the course of this last year is the Itasca project came together and the, the in a public-private partnership way, which is how Itasca always does its work, identified this issue of early learning as something that is really important to employers across the, the, the state. Um, And so we formed a a work group um, and studied this issue and studied specifically what is the role that an employer can play. Um, And we issued a report just this past month um, called The First Thousand Days, Invest When It Matters the Most. And in that report, we lay out a series of recommendations for how um, employers can, can play a part in improving health, um, in the community and investing in in kids, and so um, the objectives of that report are really to build awareness, um, much in the same way that that PNC is through its program, which is to call out and and share the importance of those first thousand days to support advocates for increased funding um, and better service delivery for families so that they have the support structure needed to to ensure health in those first uh, three years of life and to encourage employers to adopt family-friendly policies and practices.
0: You know, I just wanna put in a plug, WCCO has great paternity and maternity leave. In fact, my producer is on paternity leave for a month Uh, now. So uh, we are, we're walking the walk over at uh, CCO radio and it's really important, you know, before he left for paternity leave, he was saying to me and Paul, Paul Douglas, my partner, I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to be gone for so long. And we told him to just stop talking because it's so important that he be home with his family right now. This is his second child and they're never going to get this bonding time again. So it was, you know, Paul and I understand the value of, we have families also that are a little older than his, and we just understand that value, and we're glad that we work for somebody that that, that supports that and gives him that time. So um, really, uh, we're, we're living it. So Kate and Andrea, I'm so glad to hear that this is happening uh, at your companies, that this is a value for PNC and for health partners as well. I think we
2: all experience it personally. I I became a grandparent this past year. um, And it's been, thank you. And it's been really, it's been just so fun um, and rewarding. um, And and you just realize how important it is those first three years of life and how quickly um, children, children grow
1: um, Mm -hmm. and
2: change and how they respond um, to interaction, you know, as they, as they grow month to month and year to year. Wonderful. Mazel tov on your new grandbaby. Thank Um, you.
0: Andrea, is there anything that Kate and I didn't ask you that you want to address or anything you want to go back uh, and talk more about?
2: You know, maybe it's where we're ending this conversation. It's just underscoring the fact that each and every one of us has the opportunity to impact a child's life. Um, it may be as a parent, it may be as a grandparent, it may be as a neighbor, it may be as a co-worker. And I think what what's incumbent on all of us is just to take the opportunity to to know the difference those first three years of life make and, and have in brain development. And then to know how easy it is to impact and help fuel growth in, in kids that every little moment indeed counts. Easy
1: and so meaningful, right? So yeah. that, that awareness piece, as we get that word out, is just kind of what we're
0: talking about. It's great. Well,
1: Kate, this was
0: fun. Andrea Walsh, President and CEO of Health Partners. It was a pleasure uh, to hear from you today. I learned a lot, uh, not just like I said about healthcare and insuring, but what you guys are doing to grow the future generations of Minnesota and everybody that you take care of. So uh, we are grateful for the work that you're doing over at Health Partners. And we're grateful to have you today. Thank you
2: so
1: much. Thank you, Andrea. This has just been great to visit with you today. And um, thank you again for your leadership. This is terrific. And thank you for listening to C-Speak
0: Minnesota, the language of executives brought to you by PNC Bank. I'm Jordana Green from WCCO Radio. As always, joined by Kate Kelly, the regional president for PNC Bank. And we will see you next month.